But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's episode 78. Well, you sound like the real devil there for a second. It was good, yeah. He's Patrick, I'm James. It's Lima Time Time. It's all about Lima Time Time. by Jimmy? Uh, I went by Jimmy once, and the and the guy died in an elevator accident. So not not so much anymore. Do you think? Do you have like one guy that's like too familiar that just like he just call he sees your name's James and he just automatically calls you Jimmy? It's like, dude, you're not you're not allowed to call me that. It happened way more in New York than it does in the three years that we lived in New York. Like every like every dude over the age of forty tried to call me Jim. Or Jimmy. Yeah, they just looked at him like James, like, hey, Jimmy. It's Jim- Jimmy Backbones over here. <laughs> yeah, check out this douchebag. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, forget about it. I, I will say that the the Texas is way more respectful of, of what I actually go by. Uh, hey, I'll tell you this. If there's one thing I'll say about my state is that we respect people's God-given names. We don't <laughs> give them nicknames unless they're a cowboy or, they, uh, or they're a gunslinging high school quarterback. How do you feel about people calling you Pat? Uh, I, I don't call myself that, but I don't uh, – whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's fine. I mean it's uh, – people have called me that forever, so it's like I don't even – but I've never told anybody to call me that, yet everybody calls me it anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I know there's there's a few shows where I've said I've, I've been like, he's Pat, I'm James, and I, and I feel oh, bad yeah, about no, it. Everybody knows, I don't, and I don't hate it, so I don't want don't, don't yeah. think that. So I yeah, I have no problem with it. But um, I try I to know. be. I never actually said, yeah, hey man, I'm Pat. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm Pat. Yeah, just like the SNL character. Yeah, <laughs> just like the yeah, just like the androgynous SNL character. That's me. It's like fuck. Especially on like official stuff, because I know I, I wait. I, obviously, I know what your your Twitter handle is, and it's it, it's very definitely Patrick. And so I, on yes. official stuff, I I try to I, I make sure that it's it's Patrick. Oh, thank you. What a, we've never done anything official. Well, well, no. Hey, we're coming up well, on the no, year. We did, we did, no, we did a. It is the uh, anniversary of Harvey, so we can talk about Bozoathon. It's coming up. It's coming up real close on the one year Bozoathon episode. Oh yeah, that anniversary. Um, well, I had a point. I was going to say something, and I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh yeah, the um, like for the uh, on the radio, the voiceover guy. I made sure that he says Patrick. There you but, go. Yeah, but then my co calls me Pat, just like you do. So it's like, well, <laughs> you know, you can only win some of them. I think I think it's probably a twenty percent. It's twenty percent of the time I call you Pat. I, I try to be well, very. Yeah, I mean that flows better in conversation. So it's like Patrick's like a weird thing to say. Well, I also I also don't think that it, it's sort of like I don't. I, I always call my wife like. Babe, hey there, or, woman, get out there out of the kitchen. Wait, or, whoa, what? what? <laughs> yeah, like if if I call her by her first name, it's 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 to make a joke or to try to get in trouble. That's that's what I do. Well, I just know with her, I accidentally said Cammy one time. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just didn't quite say Cammy enough, and it was yeah. just like, nope, got, got lit up. It's like brat, brat, brat. Never say my name wrong again. She's definitely the. Uh, the, the M9, the the black cat firecracker of the marriage, for sure. 
Fair enough. All right. Well, um, since last episode, we uh, oh yeah, do we have fucking stupid ass sponsors? Yeah. Ooh, don't tell much about that. Say something. Say something nice. Still, right, the deal. Still don't have my crap, by the way. You haven't mailed it. All right. I thought you were gonna come down here. I was gonna give it to you. I was gonna to. I was going to, and then like school started, so. Yeah, you'll never get it. Yeah, sweet. Fair enough. You will. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're talking about bravado. They, you know what? If there's things that maybe they taste bland or they don't, they don't hit you right in the sweet spot of your your yearning taste buds. Yes. Ooh, that, that's not good. Never say yearning taste buds on an ad. Throbbing. You know, it needs to be zested up. It just needs a little bit of a little pop. I would. I would personally recommend using bravado hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I, I just used I used surprise surprise the serrano and basil, but I I just put a uh, a dollop. I hate saying dollop. <laughs> a dollop. I was making hamburgers, and I just put enough in to uh, give it a little kick, and uh, the hamburgers turned out very delicious, and I ate them. Nice and. Yeah, it just had just a little. It just kissed, just kissed the back of my throat with spice, and I was like, "Bravado, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do." Yep. So shout out to Bravado Spice. Uh, drink their margarita mix. Buy their hot. All their hot sauces are good. All the flavors are good. They have various levels of heat for your whatever the stupid index is that I can never remember. Scoble. Uh, the Scoble. Yes. Scoble. Yeah. There we go. We're learning. But yeah, so yeah, check those guys out. Follow them at Bravado Spice or go to bravadospice.com or drive off a bridge. Pick one of the three. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Or two of the three. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So Can I check t- out Bravado Spice. Bravado Spice, the spice of your life. Yes. Hey, get, before you jump into the, the t-shirt dudes. Uh, buy them. They're cool t-shirts. Uh, hey, hold up, hold up. I can I uh, I want I did something crazy earlier and it and it worked out it worked out pretty well. You want to hear it? Yes. Um uh, good cuz I was going to say it no matter what. Um I I love Topo Chico so much. It's it's my third favorite beverage behind coffee and water. Um Good, it's good. And and I I put a a couple drops of the crimson into a Chop- into a Topo Chico. And it was it was very good. That actually sounds very disgusting. You're a weirdo. No, um, no, okay, it was it it was it was carbonated. It had a little bit of heat, but it wasn't overpowering, and and it was good. I don't even understand that. What's the point of putting hot sauce into a in carbonated water? It's a it's a little bit of flavor, and it has a little bit of kick, and it was it was good. Yeah, it's like the opposite of clearly Canadian. It's like it's, yeah, it's very clearly, clearly Mexican. Clearly redneck. Just, <laughs> hey, just put a couple of drops of this hot sauce in, in water. It's I, it maybe hydrates you, and then you sweat it out. It bounces out. I don't know. It's good. I want, try it. You, I will never do that, but I will take your word for it. Somebody, somebody want, that listens. Do you want to give a? Do you want to give a a nod to the your um your the t shirt that you're a partial designer of? Yeah, no the uh, the dream crushing. It's they they took the the now it's it's iconic now. The stare, not not the not the t shirt. The t shirt just is it's it's all about making some money. Uh, but the the dugout stare 
that you know, and we'll talk about this. I want to ask you about this. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's the stare as far as I'm concerned. It's the stare and it's going to make other teams fan bases so mad, which is part of the, part of the media. You media have to love that. Cause it's so, it's yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. So, so breaking tea, um, basically made a, made a shirt of the original stare with like the whole, it wasn't just Bregman. It was, it was right. like everybody involved made a, and it, and it's like, it's like $26, $25, dollars I don't know. Something like that. $25 on my dresser. And, and apparently like on Instagram, I don't follow, I try, I don't follow players on Twitter. I don't, I don't follow them on Instagram. I'll, I think I follow the Astros account because sometimes they'll come out with like press releases and, and show some weird like orbit stuff. But um but I guess Bregman described it on Instagram as dream crushing, which I'm yeah. not a fan of because that's that's should you not it is there's it's too, risky, but I kind of loved it. There's too much opportunity for backfire there. And yeah. and I don't I don't I'm not a huge fan of of it because it's so ballsy. And maybe it's because I'm so weak and don't like being <laughs> don't like you're, being wrong. You're a beta male. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally a beta male. Um so they made a shirt, and and I I did some can I did a very I played a very minor role in this, and and Will you tell me what you did. I mean, they they ran it past me, and I was like, maybe maybe it's just the picture, like no. See, that's what I did. Did you see the one I got made? I I did, and and I I well, yeah, really I just like I saw it. And I was like, I had the picture, and I was just I sent it to my t-shirt guy, and was like, I need this, and he was just like, he had it yesterday, like the next day, and then I was wearing it. And they're like, dude, you. You move fast. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like you. When I saw that you were doing it, like you were doing the design with that, I was glad it wasn't the same picture and it was drawn. But like the Dream Crushers, uh, Dream or does it say Dream Crushers? Yeah, yeah Dream I think Crushers. Something like this. Dream Crushing, yeah, Dream yeah, Crushers, yeah, something like that. Dream Crushers. Um, I'm still going to wear like, it. Oh, that's a, that's a good looking shirt. Yeah. It, no, yeah. it's the Breaking Tea. Like, and I like them because uh, the dude that runs it is is like gives oh, you money for helping design. That's why you like that. Yeah, that no, that definitely helps. But he's like OG, like baseball guy, baseball Twitter guy. So Jamie Mottram, shout out. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for the extra. Thanks for the extra cash this month. It'll, it'll really come in handy. Uh, but uh, no, I'll put a I'll put a link up or tweet it out again. It's it's a solid looking shirt. Um, so shout out to yeah, Breaking Tea. I got one too. Just I mean, because I'm aware it. It's awesome. Yeah, no, they they're the ones that did the. I literally love Justin Verlander. You know, during the AL. Yeah, they have. Um, they've been around for, for a little bit, but but they have like they, they get. They a, have like their finger on the pulse. Like they're like that Dream Crusher is very inside Astros. Like that's very, like you have to know what you know. That's not like hokey. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of an example, but. You know, like a I know that there is a Reddick Wu shirt, but you know how like everybody has a Reddick Wu shirt? Like yeah. they do like the literally love and like this. So I don't know. I just I like those shirts. No, the no, they're cool. And they they and they can move so fast because they have a good relationship with the players association. So like Bregman's getting his yeah, cash right. from it. And and yeah, licensing, which is a big deal. You don't have to like like scrub out like the the logo. Yeah, no, it's Although it's I would like to on these fucking uniforms. <laughs> It's uh no, it's cool. Rest so rest in peace to Players Weekend. My word. I'm gonna ask you what your what your nickname would be. Uh, your Players Weekend nickname would be here in a minute. But uh, okay. no, shout oh, out to I'll, shout I'll out to Jamie Matram. Shout out to Breaking Tea. Uh, thanks for thanks for the car payment this month. Really appreciate it. That's, that's really dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just put the maybe put the link under the um, when you when you put the the podcast out. Maybe yeah. just. 
with the link under there. So yeah, it's just connected that. to it. You know, something, something little nice like that. Yeah. So when we finish up here in about 15 minutes, because the Astros are awesome and yeah, there's not they, a lot uh, They're back. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hey, have a good night. <laughs> there's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. Oh. It's eating my taco like a serial killer. <laughs> we still need to get... We still need to get Lima Jr. on to talk about, like, why did he eat it north to south? That's weird. He's like, nobody, we don't know. He was on a bender. We couldn't <laughs> tell him. Nobody could tell him anything. Well, now now he's not going to come on. They, so They filmed that. No, he was very nice to us. <laughs> Sorry for saying bender. Jose Jr., my bad. <laughs> All right. Though, though it is very true. So so talk about canned oxygen real quick, and then we can get into the 15-minute episode that will be episode 78. Yeah, um, I love that I still I, I say everything every week, but I, I don't do it about the giveaway. Um, <laughs> it's busy. Do, it's a busy time. Uh, you have to retweet. If you're listening now, you've got to retweet the the show link and say something nice. Okay. And uh, and then tag both bravado and canned oxygen. Actually, just canned oxygen for this. But you should put bravado just to suck up to us. Yeah. Uh, in the post, so you have to just basically just sell out corporate style, and um, and then I'll randomly pick. Uh, let's see, what do I have? I think three different shirts, right now. Okay. Three. So we'll, we'll randomly pick three. Well, I'll, I'll figure out how I'm going to do it, but it'll be random. And I'm not playing favorites because you know what? I don't like any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> no reason to go there, but I did. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, and also the, for Ken Oxygen, their shirts are really great. Um, I can't wait to give you yours so you can attest to how, like, the quality is. They're super soft, but they don't shrink. And uh, they're just they're just good quality shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I just saw that they released a – it's not Astros related, but they do a lot of the Nintendo type, you know, Nintendo type stuff. Yeah, the 8-bit, yeah. And it was like – that's like his thing is like little little hot mashups between Nintendo and real life. Like there's one – my favorite one has the White House and then it has Donald Trump as Bowser on top of it in the flagpole. And it just says game over. <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. And then, uh, so, but he just released one that said coming soon and it's like a, uh, it was white and it had an old picture of like a, uh, of like a evil Knievel type jump with a bunch of cars lined up, but then okay. it has the excite bike like jumping them. Oh, nice. Which I thought was pretty cool. Cause excite bike was get this exciting. <laughs> it was so cool. All right. So commercials over, uh, canned oxygen, the shirts on your back. <laughs> Nice. Wrote their jingle too, so we're, it's very similar to the other one, but it's it's all about continuity. Yeah, that's definitely continuity there. Uh, right. so, uh, yeah, so that we'll uh, I'll I'll get the details out, and I probably won't, but who knows? So the Astros are good. Who knew? Oh, they get this. Were they good the whole time? Yeah, they were. I I'm not so sure about that. I I think when you take out Springer and Altuve and Correa, you can expect maybe a 500 ball club rather than like a oh, 640 yeah, for, ball for club. Sure sure on that but i mean overall like they were a lot if you talk to 10 people i'd say seven out of those 10 people would say that it feels like they're not as good as they were last year you know it's and it's because of the the pitch the flip from the lineup just not hitting but you don't realize you don't realize that the pitching is one of the best rotations ever no no (laughs) i think that's true and i i think that people people are nervous because the astros actually 
and, and I'm going to push up my glasses here and say, well, actually, they have a better record at this point than they did last year. The division's gotten better. And yeah, they, they've yeah. got they've gotten better because the Astros aren't winning 15 out of 19 against Oakland and Seattle. Like they're dropping some games, uh, and mainly right. mainly in the last three weeks. When hey, what do you know? Everybody's been out. But I mean, to, at, at this point last year, they had a very similar record and were 13 games up. And now they're yeah, no, I mean, yeah. It was over towards once it was September. I mean, they were 20. They ended up being 21 games up, or that's how they finished was 21 games up. I mean, yes. Yeah. And I mean, you can't. I mean, so so Oakland wins three quarters of their games for uh, for forty percent of their season, and they're still doing it. I'd like to talk. Yeah, we got to talk about them because I mean, after this stretch, they're still just fucking one game back. They're, but but you win three quarters of your game. You you have a seven. And I'm I'm I was looking up win percentage, and I and then it was my turn to talk, and so I I quit. But I mean, they they've won a, a ridiculous amount of games over the last. Mm, two months, and yeah, no, and there's no, still no, a game and a half back. I would say it was not sustainable. But no, it, it seems to be the, to win to win that high of a percentage of your games and still be behind in your division. Like that's a testament to the Astros and you know Correa. Right. Correa is back, but he's not back. Like no, he's, he's back. No, he's not. He's still figuring out the timing and shaking the rust off. Like Correa's hitting one seventy six since he got back. It's it's something. It's under two hundred. And but as of late, I mean, he hit a home run. I feel like he's back. Uh, he's he's working on it, but he's but he's not back. All right. Well, we can agree to disagree. I mean, yeah. He. I mean, the numbers don't say he is, but I feel like after this weekend, like he is back, and we'll just that remains to be seen. We'll see in this Oakland series. And this is a. I will. I will say this is a pivotal series. Like if, it's not a pivotal. It's a big series. It's not a pivotal series. You've already won the the tiebreaker with them. So I mean, like, what I mean, if, if they come in and win three, they're up two games. We close out with Toronto and Baltimore. We could win. I mean, so That's it's true. pivotal. Is is maybe I think it's an overreaction. That that may be true. I'm I'm willing to allow that. No, it's I mean it's important and it's a big deal and just. Yeah, but I, no matter what happens, whether it's the Astros sweeping, the A's sweeping, or anything else, it, it a whole there's all of September, which there's so there's some, you know, we have seven more games with the the Angels, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so so here's here's what's left. There's three games against Oakland, uh, four against the Angels at home. Okay. And then so there there's a there's a 3 7 10 game homestand coming up which ordinarily you'd think oh that's good but they suck at home. Uh so 3 against Oakland, 4 against LA, pardon me, Anaheim, 3 against the Twins. Yeah, yeah, never say their name correctly, it's Anaheim. Which the the Twins owe us for being decent earlier in the season when it was like 30 one degrees and Man, they fuck the twins. They took two I, or three. Straight up fuck the twins. Uh three at Fenway and they close out here's how they close out the here's how the Astros close out the season from September first to the thirtieth. Uh yeah. three at Boston, not ideal. Uh three at Detroit, love it. Three, that's a tough little yeah, I mean that's yeah, the Boston thing's a little tough. Boston's but, you know, rough. Well, you gotta play them anyway. It'd be a nice little litmus test at that point. Yeah, at least it's not you don't play nine potentially nine straight games against the Red Sox like they did to end the season and then the ALDS last oh, year. Oh, I forgot about how shitty that was. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, 
Three at Detroit. Love it. Three at home against the Diamondbacks. Three at home against Seattle, which they they have to realize they are fighting tooth and nail for a playoff oh, they, spot. They're, so that, they're clinging on to it. They're they're done for, though, because they've been pretending this whole time. James Paxton's going to start all three games. It's going to be weird, but we'll see how it goes. I would not be surprised at that. And then three more against the Angels, and then you're right. It's three at Toronto, four at Baltimore, and then it's the ALDS. So it's a it's a workable schedule. The only games you're nervous about are at Fenway, and then I'm not uh, really nervous about it. You just know that's a, that's going to be tough. It would is that a statement series? Is there such a thing as a statement it's series? A, it's. I mean, I hate to act like like the underdog, given that we're the defending world champions, but. I think that for the Astros, if the Red Sox do it, they're just continuing to be the best team in baseball and one of the best regular season records of all time. But if the Astros come in and take two out of three or sweep them, you get in the, you get in the back of the head of Boston. They're like, "Fuck, we can't beat these guys." Yeah, maybe <laughs> you know, yeah, last year you got last season's postseason defeat on their mind, and knowing that we're better with the rotation, like I don't know, you kind of want to get mentally kind of what Cleveland has on us where we're just like uh just a little iffy about them. Yeah. That, that can pay dividends. The the Red Sox were on June 2nd, they scored 3 runs in the top of the 7th at minute made to 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 win 5-4. Yeah, that was a bullshit ass game. It was. And in that game goes the other way, the Astros take 3 out of 4 at home against what's clearly the best regular season team in baseball. So I mean, and they're and they're legit good. Like no, they I don't want to like I don't want to play it off like anything disrespectful because they are they are they're incredible. That lineup's nuts. Um, I, I think the Astros have an edge pitching wise. Yeah, um, Boston's pitching is very good, but I I, th- I think I think the Astros at peak with everybody healthy are are, are still the better team. I, and I and I mean that. I don't or I believe that. I don't think I'm not being bias I, I really do believe that no i think and i think that that the the red sox have benefited from they they've beaten the crap out of the yankees like all year long and then yeah, they dominated them they get to play the, the they got the orioles yeah and then who else is in their division the the rays well the rays are good the rays are above 500 so that's still that's another very good division too but i i still oh, think that not garbage the the al west is the best division in baseball top to bottom and the bottom AL, being the bottom being AL the Rangers. Would be the second, in my opinion, and then the NL West would be the third. So wait, say that again. What's the first? I say I, I think AL West is the is the best, yeah. and then AL East, and then NL West. No, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, Toronto. I mean, the Rays are above five hundred. They'd be competing for a wild card if they weren't in the AL East, and then the the Blue Jays are not garbage. They're just in the AL East as well, and then Baltimore is terrible. But like they're historically, also in the best ba- division. So they got to play the Red Sox, Yankees, Rays, and Blue Jays. So Baltimore is historically bad. They, God damn, they're so bad. <laughs> the The Astros have a plus. They they won their 80th game today. Uh, plus two fourteen run differential. Uh, Baltimore good. has won thirty seven games. And has a minus two eighteen run differential. Like you benefit that's from no, so, that's so bad. They're fifty two games un, uh, behind the Red Sox, who again are working at a historic pace. Right. Uh, do you think? Do you think they'll go after Seattle? I know they're they're I know they're on pace to be around one fifteen or something, if I'm not mistaken. But 
Okay, so so the Red Sox they have third one thirty. They have thirty games left. Okay. The they no they need to go twenty seven and three. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're not going to do that. No. But they've lost their la- they're four and six in their last ten. I think yeah. I think a week oh, and a half ago they've lost eight out of their last ten. They're four and six. I'm looking at the standings. They've they've lost okay. three in a row. They're four and six in their last ten. A week and a half ago, I would say that yes, the Red Sox had a, make a run for it. Had a good chance at at making it, but you're you're not going twenty seven. No, no, no. They're not going to know. They they're absolutely not. Especially with the mound. They got a they got a couple of series left with the Yanks, don't they? Probably. I think they do. Probably. I don't know. ESPN. I believe make they sure do, they and they got us for three, so that's not good. So yeah, they're. They're not going to do it. In but the, they're still incredibly good. In the if if the Rays were in the and I know you can't play this game with too much of a straight face, but if if the Rays were in the AL Central, they would be four five, four and a half games back of the Indians for the division. They also eight. have fifteen more wins. Yeah, if they were in the AL Central. I mean, that's maybe that's <laughs> yeah, a little no, high, but I'd say ten wins. Ten, yeah, uh, no, I think that's right. Uh, the the Rays are they've won eight in a row. They're, they're, they're a legitimately good baseball team. Yeah, no, they. I mean, I, I'd argue Ian Snell is is the uh, wait Cy Young. Wait, Ian Snell was a pitcher for the Pirates. Blake Snell. I meant Blake Snell. I said <laughs> I do that last name. Oh, that's it's our old game. Ian, there was one episode. Yeah, I meant I meant Blake Snell. There was one episode where we were just naming like old Royals players. Let's do that with Pirates players. Like if no, Willie we Stargell, we, we were know. doing Pirates players. We were talking about Chris Benson. Mm-hmm. And, how do you uh, think? We were, wait, how Gerald do you? Ward, yeah, Gerald Ward. It was Pirates players. How do you think? How do you think uh, Chris Benson's marriage to Anna Benson is going? Do you think that's a happy marriage? Are they still together? I don't know. Let's let's talk about it. Do you think they are? I love this dramatic pause. Uh, 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 <laughs> it may be the internet connection, but this this uh, whole I love it so uh, much. This is my favorite. The internet connection for sure. <laughs> so great. I think Chris Benson is very happy. I think Anna Benson has realized that she's not going to turn into whatever Hugh Hefner's wife was called. Uh, which one? Or not wife? He had like three. Like they're called like his bunny babies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Where know. are my bunny babies at? Where's your bunny babies? Um, they were ever on that show. Yeah, they were on the show. Very attractive. I'm a big fan of a big fan of Anna Benson. No, she's cute. Like, and don't don't tell my wife, but she's. Cute. I'm telling her right. I'm texting her right now. <laughs> um, actually, I don't know if she is. She's kind of. It goes either. Way. It goes. Looking at pictures, and it kind of goes either. Um, so in the case, but that's not. I'm not here to to judge someone's look. It's your souls. Your booty is on your inside. If we're being completely honest, no, it's true. we're not. It's true. Yeah. So Chris Benson. We're just gonna you wanna spend the, spend the rest of the show naming naming pirates. No, like randomly, like not just like a, a pissing contest, but like dropping dropping someone in wherever we can. Yeah, that's that's good. Are we actually since we already did the pirates, we should probably pick another team. That was a fun one doing uh, random players, but yeah, we did name a bunch of them on there. 
Yeah. So I don't want to. You know, it, it was the Pirates. I, be I thought it was the Royals. Blanco about it, but. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so yeah, we'll pick. Uh, here, people in the chat room, what what team do you want us to randomly name players for? Let me let me know what they say. Uh, yeah, I will, I will absolutely will keep you abreast of the situation. <laughs> nice yeah, Anna Benson. Nice Anna Benson reference. Um, yeah, that's right. So what are we talking about? Something? Who gives a shit? That doesn't matter. Uh, so what do you know when everyone's healthy? Uh, Carlos Correa is not healthy. He's not back. But Altuve is definitely back. George Springer, what's up with what, – what do you think is up with George Springer? Well, he pinch hit today, and he'll be in the lineup tomorrow, so he's good. Well, uh, he, it was just his thought, man, that that's one of those aggravating injuries that he may be healed, in quotes. But if he still got some pain, that's one of those lingering things that's just going to – that's going to keep going. I, I read some reports that he had, you know, the ligament was torn. And then, uh, then he was just, um, then he was just in the line. He pinched it today and everything seems to be good. I'm, I it's think one of those things that it's probably hurts every time he swings the bat just to grip it, you know, that, or maybe when he turns over his wrists. Yeah. No, like I, your thumb, it's kind of that little pull there in your thumb. So, I mean, it's probably just react can re aggravate pretty easily, but he seems to be fine. I think they're just kind of, Making sure he is and taking our time with it. I foresee a, a scenario where uh, whatever day the Astros season ends, whether that's ALDS, ALCS, World Series, the next day, like Springer's undergoing surgery. Like yeah, I, right? I can, I can, but I think he's he's gonna try, and I think the Astro he's killed the the A's this year. Yeah. So, so of yes. course they're gonna they're gonna. I mean, they have to wrap up this division. You don't want to get into a one game playoff if you don't have to. Right, and I and I think and I honestly think if they sweep the A's, even even two out of three, that might be a death blow to them. Just the lead. Um, let's let's take a look at. Let's try it again. Here let's let's try to take a look at Oakland's schedule for the rest of the year, and see. Theirs is theirs is easier. Um, I did we did this on the the radio last week. They have they play one game or they play one series against non postseason teams more than one more series against. Okay. Um, we broke down the Seattle here. I'll um. Yeah, they still they still have to play. Um, who else do they have? You think about it. They have yeah, they have one, two more tough series plus this series with us. Here, I'll, I'll pull it up. But it, it was the easiest of three of earners. Uh, and then, then, then they had the easiest or the the most games against non postseason teams. But that, but non postseason teams can still be they can be spoilers, you know, or they can still be good. Yeah, no. So you know, they've got team, but after why? Why is it all like Matrixy right now? Uh, after the Astros, they have three at home against the Mariners. Then they've got three at home against the Yankees, then the Rangers, the Orioles, the Rays, the Angels, 
the Twins at Seattle. Gee. No, they've got a pretty easy schedule. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be yeah, a dogfight. Fuck the Oakland. <laughs> I have no idea what I was talking about, so I have no context. I wasn't even listening to when you were doing that. I don't, the A's, sh- shut up, Oakland. How about that? Is that good? I, I respect know. it. Yeah, no, it's true. And what? So what is it? Is it are the A's the the 2015 Astros that they went to a youth movement and it worked? They're better. They're better. They're better than the 2015 Astros, but it's the same kind of vibe where they're just kind of finding their own. But they're legit good. I mean, Hang with that on. bullpen, if they have a lead, you're done for. The, okay, they, they definitely shored up the back of their bullpen. But what – so you said something. Pesky. That, they're, just, they're all the same kind of guy, and Chris Davis is having an MVP caliber year. If Mookie Betts didn't exist, he had to be in the talks. I know he only hits like 265, but no, shit, but it, man. He already, he's got 107 RBIs or something. And he, he hits him. He has like a hundred and four of those are against the Rangers, and I love it. My favorite—that's hilarious. My favorite thing about Chris Davis is his splits on the home runs. He has like twelve to left, fourteen to center, and twelve to right. Like he Jeez. sprays it all around the field evenly, which I love. Yeah, but he's legit. He's the truth. No, he's um, a, he's a good. I still think. I still think that him though that that's not sustainable. That they him starting to come back down to earth and not hit a home run every day <laughs> like Kendris Morales or Triple A Kyle Tucker. Yes. Um yeah, that that has to that that's going to come back and all of a sudden he's going to, you know, the A's are just going to be normal, but the A's, I mean, I got to give him fucking credit. No, you absolutely do. I wish yes. Go away. They are starting to annoy me when I look. I'm just like, man, okay, after this stretch, they got to at least be 3 in the back. And I still think the Astros win by 5 games. But um Man, they're yeah, they're they're hanging on, and also I would like to say that the chat room has has voted, and they would like to us to randomly name Philadelphia Phillies players. Okay. You All know, right. so they want us to you want know, get around. You want us, it'll be the Bobby Abreu list. Okay, I can I can respect that. Are you, are you comfortable with naming Philadelphia Phillies? Hell yeah! All right, good. So cool. yeah, I mean, that'll be really fun. It'll make me feel like Antonio Alfonseca. <laughs> I mean, Max Dessie's turned into a uh, sort of a you know not quite Darren Dalton, but but it's all right. Right. Yes. It's very Scott Rowland of them. Yes. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Sorry. Right. Move on from that. We'll just pepper. We'll pepper the uh, those names. Yeah. Later on. I mean, at least at least there's not a Cole Hamels on the team. Why the fuck would you name him? He's a prominent Philly. Is he really? I feel like he's not. I feel like he's just a racist pedophile. Oh, wait, well, I didn't have to call him a pedophile. <laughs> he's a he's a. Well, mar- yeah, you know that sex dungeon he has. Yeah, it's four kids. He's a. Mar- I, I know. I didn't. I didn't think that was cool either. But he's like, yeah, of course, kids are allowed. I'm Cole Hamels. Yeah, no, he's like, I'm I'm better than Kurt Schilling, former Phillies great. Yeah, he's like, he has a bloody sock. I've got another kind of sock with a different fluid. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's time after dark. With Cole Hamill's masturbation sock. Hey, I, w- I will say there, w- there was a very, when I worked at the Hall of Fame, there was a very funny uh, sort of round table where yeah. perhaps the greatest Philly of all time, Mike Schmidt, was at, was so absolutely... I mean, seven like three sheets to the wind is you know things are bad. Mike Schmidt was at least eight and a half sheets to the wind, and 
and just talking nonsense. And everyone was like, uh, well, this isn't what I paid for, but it's moderately entertaining. So Mike Schmidt can drink whatever he wants. And it was, it was really funny. Yeah. I've heard he gets on one. No, he totally does. I definitely respect that. Yeah. So shout out to Mike Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah, Get it. uh, Mike Schmidt. Greatest third baseman of all time. Uh, Caught for choice. That's the, I seriously, the, the, the cut for choice when, uh, who was it? Ryan Howard was trying to get Carlos Ruiz elected to the, uh, all-star game and whatever year it was. And his autocorrect took over. And instead of vote for Chooch, it autocorrected to cut for choice. Every time I see it or some reference to it, I laugh really hard. That's one of the greatest things that that's ever happened. So that is pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, it's kind of like the the play of Lenny Dykstra. Oh, yes. Nice. Okay, I'm looking at the 2007 Phillies, and I can see... uh, Brad Lidge on that team? (laughs) He wasn't... uh, Was he there in... He had to be right, 2007? He he was already out of town, and we kicked him out of the... Or was that 2008? That was 2008. And then they won World Series that year? Yes. yes. What a lucky guy. Brad Lidge didn't blow a save in 08. He was perfect. No, he was incredible. Uh, I'm trying to th- I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see how many at former former Phillies were also Astros later. Uh, well, yeah, Ed Wade made sure that there was a lot of them. Yes, I can one, two. Was Tom three, Gordon on that team? Tom three, Gordon was on that team. Four. Flash Gordon. Five. Okay, there were, as, as far as I can tell, there are five members of the 2007 Phillies that that were on the Astros. How many Let's can see, you name? J.A. Happ was on there. How many can you uh, name? That Happ is one. And then, yeah, Flash Gordon. Oh, crap. Okay, that's two uh, out of six. Hunter Pence? Pence was not on the 07 team. Okay. Hmm. So you've got Gordon, you have Hap. Oh, shit. Was, uh... Dude, I have no idea. Let me think for one more second, then I'm going to get out of here. This is going to be bad for the bad for the show. Uh, no, these are... These, the, no, these aren't... These aren't... Okay. Seven? There's uh, another member of the 07 Phillies that was once an Astro. Seven of them? Mm-hmm. Serious? I'm, I'm trying to think who's on. So let's see that. Ryan Howard was then was there in Philadelphia. That's not an Astro. I'm just trying to think of. You're trying to get the time frame, yeah. Trying to get the time frame down. Um, okay, so Flash Gordon. How the fuck did I get Flash Gordon? Flash no, Gordon. No, that is impressive, yeah. Um, those are the ones I usually pull. Okay, so that was also. Alan Fonseca was on that team. That's who I yep. dropped earlier. Oh, man. I'm going to get out of here in a second. Let me just... So, Jay Happ was the other one. Motherfucker. You should you should get an outfielder. Um, uh, what the piece of shit, Brett Myers. That's, he's, that's three. Okay. Can I name the Flying Hawaiian just because I like saying the Flying Hawaiian? I know he wasn't <laughs> on the Astros. Uh, shit. You should get an outfielder. If you don't get the third catcher, it's okay. The third catcher, shit. Um, how bad? Oh, um, 
early 2010s Astros were. Yeah, uh, a reliever. Uh, son of a bitch. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Michael Bourne. Bourne, yes, that's four. Yeah, Michael Bourne. Yeah, I couldn't think. I was pitching him. I couldn't think of it. Uh, wasn't Freddie Garcia on that team? Um, and Freddie Garcia yes. pitching? Yes, he was. Yeah, that's five. I think that's all I got. Um, that's shit. pretty. That's pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, I don't. Um, I'm God, man. I'm trying to think. I the 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 two that you're missing are are 100 excusable. Who are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I don't know. It's a uh, third catcher, Chris Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. No hell no. And reliever, that. reliever Jeff Geary. Jeff Geary. Yeah, no, I had no chance. I'm I'm proud of my effort. No, that five out of seven. I don't know that I could have come up with five out of seven. I'm really bad at stuff like that. So. I have that's I have a weird like it's not quite photographic. It's like whatever like the one step down from that is. I can remember stupid <laughs> shit like this. That's why I'm good at trivia. That's why I'm good at trivia. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it's I'm, I'm no Chase Utley, you know. No, oh, that's good. That's good. Man, you've worked in a, a whole bunch of references. You gotta step it up. Well, they're not. They don't really apply. I'm still. I'm, I pretend like they are about how I say it, but like it's. They don't really. There's not really. There's no context, or they're not really applicable. I'm not. I'm not mad, son. Ryan Madsen, get it? Ooh, nice. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm anything to get me past. Talking about the racist pedophile Cole Hamels. <laughs> I'm just really going to get a cease and desist now. I think I'm trying for it. I'm going to get fired off the radio. They're like, yeah, Cole Hamels had you fired. He did not like you calling him, even though it had nothing to do with your job here. He just wanted to ruin your life. Like, that makes sense. I have been calling him a racist. And, uh, then I moved on to the sex dungeon, and now I've moved on to pedophilia. So that's just not – it's really not fair. But, I mean, he's kind of a piece of garbage, so – Shout out to Cole Hamels, pitching very well in Chicago. Yeah, good for him. Look forward to you losing in the World Series to Justin Verlander. Piece of crap. Yeah, it's the World Series. He'll lose. They'll lose a. They'll lose a, a DS to the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna get sued for defamation if it's true. No, it's true. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good. That, that's an old. That, that was established in like the yeah. early yeah, listen, 1700s. Yeah, yeah, go Google it. Like, there's the big. You heard of sex, child sex slavery? It's not okay. It's not. Really it's, it's, it's not liable if it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's uh, for sure. Yeah. So okay. So uh, Springer, you feel like he's coming back? And is he it? Will be in the lineup tomorrow night. Uh, no, I. Th- well, he would have gone on the DL like, like, today. Him coming back, like well. Yeah, it'll be fine. He's a gamer. Like even, and it's one of those things that he may be in pain. But it's going to be something that he's going to play through, and he'll uh, he will contribute through the down the stretch and uh, into the postseason. I, I at this point he has to. I mean, you're you're not going to put him on the ten day DL right before. I mean, I could I could see something happening where if he has a check swing tomorrow night and and it it just hurts, then they're like, okay, you you get ten days to take cortisone shots and. We'll get Bud Kilmer in here to to shoot up your knee or quad or whatever it is, and we'll go varsity blues on it, and you'll be fine until November. Bud and then, Kilmer, how you better not put that shot in his knee? <laughs> Bud Kilmer's all like, 
I'm going to work this black running back as much as I can. Everybody's like, whoa, no. And Lance Harbor's like, I'm a male bimbo. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. <laughs> there's so there's so many subplots to Varsity Blues. It's one of my favorite movies, like unironically. I love that movie. I, I'm, yeah, I love Mox. What a character. Uh, so great. Going to Brown. Read, fucking reading like Pride and Prejudice and shit in the play. <laughs> it's sort of the playbook. Not what he was reading, but it was just like reading books on there. It's like, that's not, he, they like went so far over the top with we get it that he's a nerd and wants to go to Brown but it's like he's not reading books because he's bored on the sideline like you're at your football game like yeah. that's so stupid <laughs> and the coach's gonna be like I'm gonna ruin your scholarship well no you're not you're a football coach you're not ruining kids scholarships yeah no yeah no it's a it's a wonderful movie wonderful movie it really is and what a cast you get you get so many you got so many just future superstars yeah no it's so MTV like late 90s MTV like there was and one it was it- he produced, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. They, they they stayed on brand for that, but they got everything in it. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It's a great. I movie. remember seeing it in high school, and I was like, "This is exactly how it is." My <laughs> truck's jacked up too. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, so, so great. Yeah, shout out to Varsity Blues. Shout out to Lance Harbor, Johnny Moxon, Tweeter. I don't know his first Tweeter. name. Who gives a shit. I'm not gonna name them all. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Really it's just Tweeter. So they stole the they stole the cop car and great. You know who never stole a cop car? J.C. Romero. Ooh, good one. Yes, so good. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else do we have to? Oh, Kyle Tucker. Let's talk about Kyle Tucker. Okay, so so last Is radio he- show, I was in the minority, and uh, and it was really just posing questions, but. The question was raised is, is Kyle Tucker a 4A player? Okay. You know, is is that just who he is and that he'll dominate at, at Fresno, but he just can't make that step to uh, Major League Pitching? And I said, and I even had numbers to back it up, compared to all these superstars like Griffey and A-Rod and even Bregman and Springer, that his, with, a, with, um, with similar plate appearances all of their numbers are were pretty much the same across the board especially in the splits um or in the uh not the splits the uh slash slash numbers okay so um so i and and coupling that with the fact that he just didn't have any chance to have any continuity at the plate no he he didn't in here, he he didn't he didn't get a, a fair, he got a shot, but he didn't get a fair shot in terms of really getting to play every day and uh, getting a chance to get his rhythm behind him and get a swing straight. So I, I think that anybody freaking out about him needs to pump the brakes on that a little bit. No, I agree with that. I mean, and I think if it's if it's last year and the Astros are bringing up Tucker and the and Houston has a thirteen game lead, it's totally different. But but Hinch is. Is sort of he's managing with the A's in the rearview mirror, and he knows like we don't want to do this one game playoff thing, even right, though and, and you shouldn't. So yeah, know. I mean yeah, we are the world champion. So like the Kyle Tucker experiment doesn't get to quite pop off because we're trying to win and we have a deep deep roster. Yeah, so, no, I mean, it goes both ways. I just think for him, like you can't be like, oh, he's not going to amount to anything. But maybe the question you could ask is, I mean, is it possible that he becomes another A.J. Reed, mm. who 
kind of got a shot, and then something like Tyler White happens, who has been great, by the way. Yeah, I love um, that guy. And then he just kind of never truly gets the shot because I, I I am adamant that that AJ Reed did not fully get his shot. No, he did not. And and he yeah. and then now he's in baseball purgatory down there and actually baseball purgatory is Pittsburgh. But <laughs> he's down in Triple A and it's just like he's it seems to be he's out of the plans. I mean he, so I, I don't mean, know what the deal is with that. If they're sitting there if they're trying to move him, I don't know. But um are the, is, yeah, he didn't, he didn't get a shot. So I don't want Tucker, with, with the, given the fact that we are that deep, um, you know, I don't want him to become another Carlos Ruiz. You know, ooh, yeah, no, he doesn't. He does not need to be Greg Dobbs for sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, nice. So no, I I agree. Like AJ Reed never got a shot, and he's had what like maybe forty major league plate appearances, but. He's gonna be. Is, is it that few? Is it that little? He's gonna be. Uh, I'll look. He's gonna be. Uh, he's on the verge of being like our generation's Crash Davis uh, from from Bull Durham. Yeah, he's gonna hit the. Yeah, he's gonna hit the set the record for minor league home runs. Here. Yeah, in that. Um, what's his name? He Jen's okay. Husband. Uh, Cody Decker. In Cody Decker, that guy. Oh, nice. AJ Reed got uh, he's had a hundred exactly one hundred and fifty major league plate appearances. Okay, that's not very many at all. That's, so that's that's uh, a month. He's been given a month in three seasons. Like yeah, that's spread not spread out over years. That's not fair at all. That's not fair. <laughs> he's had in in a of the hundred and fifty nine have been in the last two seasons. Six. What, in, what are his what are his numbers though? What how many home runs did he hit? Did he hit any home runs? Three. Three doubles, three home runs in 2016. When they okay. could afford to, and, and I think it's, right. it's so hard to be to be given the opportunity. Like 2016 is when Bregman came up and he went two for 34 or whatever. Right, right, it was. Yeah, Bregman was in that in that group here. I'm gonna pull up. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I know I did that on the other show. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna pull up those numbers because they're they're pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see here. I mean, and this is for Tucker. But um, I mean, I'm gonna throw him in there because he didn't have just for just for context and what these great players did, and and it was about seventy to a hundred plate appearances was about what where this was at. Yeah. So that's pretty. Um, all right, let's see what we got here. And and, and just while you're looking that up, AJ Reed, he had 48 strikeouts and 141 plate appearances in his debut. MLB season, so rookie season, 23 years old, 45 games, 141 plate appearances, 48 strikeouts, three home runs, three doubles. He's had nine plate appearances, nine, right? In, since since the 2016 season, so the Astros have played 292 games, and AJ Reed's gotten nine plate appearances. Like he he has to be at some point. He's just praying for that that day where you have to release a player so another team will pick him up and give him a shot. I'm surprised that we haven't just done that for him as a, as a nod. I I don't know. I don't know what the deal is on that. I know maybe he has some value. He throws – he's a lefty. I mean, how do you not turn him – not – pardon me, not that he's Shohei Otani – but he's a lefty, like he. he right. Was, no. He yeah. Exactly. Very, yeah. We've talked about this before about not he throws just throwing him out the bullpen, just see what he can do. Yeah, you, you've got a lefty option there. Like he can be the guy that pitches 
an inning, a third of an inning, goes to the outfield, has a plate appearance. Like I, they've, I, I feel like up until maybe two months ago, I felt like the Astros had mishandled Tony Kemp's career, and and I love right. Tony Kemp, and and he, I do too. I do too, and he's proven a lot of people wrong, honestly. Yeah, no. So so I think you know Tony Kemp's a a good. He's a good player. He's a contributor on a playoff team that could win the World Series for the second straight year. That I right. sort of feel like they've they've mishandled AJ Reed, and maybe they saw something. Maybe there's some metric that that AJ Reed can't pick up some kind of pitch that's going to eat him alive in the majors, and they've just decided like you're going to be every 12 year old's favorite player that lives in Fresno. Like that, maybe that's what they've decided, but. But yeah, AJ Reed's too marketing ploy to get to make the kids in Fresno happy. Yeah, no, he's he had too much promise and too much hype coming out of college to turn into a nine plate appearance guy in the last two seasons. I don't like it. I'm with you. All right, do you want to hear some of these these stats? Yes, I do. Okay, so this is the elite of elite. Um section and then I'll read off a, a couple of Astro players. So with 58, so it's a little bit of fewer plate appearances than I than I initially thought. Okay, so in 58 plate appearances, Griffey hit 189. Okay. Um the second slash is is on base, right? Yep. Yeah. So he was a, had a 246 on base. That's not and good. A 340 and a 340 slugging. Also not um, good. With a 15 point Fifteen point five percent K rate. Okay, not great. Mike Trout, the fish guy, which I like to call him, <laughs> he hit one fifty seven, two fourteen on base, three fourteen slugging with a nineteen point six K rate. That's in fifty six with fifty six plate appearances. Okay, yeah, that's not ideal. No, it's not good. Okay, so then now I'll move to and then A Rod. Now let's do A Rod real quick. He hit two oh four. But he had a 241 on base and a 204 slugging, which is terrible. Also very bad. 3.9 K rate. Okay. That's awful. And then, okay, so for the for the Astros, Bregman, when he came up, same same plate appearance is 56. 135. He was a, had a 196 on base and a 173 slugging. That with gun. a 25% K rate. That's real bad. No, that's terrible. And he's, we're talking about, like, Pedro's calling him the face of baseball, and, you know, he's a superstar. I mean, um, and then Biggio, Hall of Famer. Yes. 55 plate appearances, hit 176, had a 236 on base, and a 275 slugging, and had a 23.6 K rate. Okay. So, I mean, Spring, and Springer hit 176, had a 263 on base, and a 216 slugging with a 31% K rate. So, I mean... This is not. It it means next to nothing, basically. No, it's true. Starts happening. So yeah, I, I'd like to see what he does with a um, a stretch of him getting to play every day and getting the same amount of swings, so he can kind of get a rhythm going, and then we'll, we'll start to make judgments after that happens, based on you know what he does, you know, shortly thereafter. So do you do you count? the six home runs in his last four games as being improvement or is that sort of a, well, 
it's triple A. We know you can handle triple A, but it's a whole different animal up here in the majors. Like it, it, what he's done over the last like week is that encouragement or is that like, well, we know you could do that. So why does not, why does that not translate here? I mean, it does. Okay. So yeah, let me preface it by saying that it is triple a and I, and I am aware of that, but at the same time, the numbers are pretty fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the, in that stretch, I mean, six home runs in four games, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what some of the other numbers were. I mean, uh, across the board, like it, it's a stretch that's insane. But again, it is AAA. So, but I mean, so Altuve just went to AAA for his re- for the first time, yeah, first like, time in his career. In his what career, a what a hero he is. <laughs> He's so great. But I mean, I, I he handled AA. He handled AAA. I just feel like the circumstances of this season, and again, if the Astros had a 13-game lead, he'd be in there every day when when Springer's trying to get healthy, just getting his swings. But but Hinch is trying to manage a division win, so right, you avoid, which, I mean, and, that, and that's not his fault. I mean, that's no, it's not Tucker's fault. It's not Hinch's fault. But but you, I mean, he's got to manage like that. So yeah, it just is what it is. But I mean, he's still young, and he's still he's still what twenty one. About though, that like, oh man, we. Like it's the the experiment's over, and I think that's just well, it's fucking stupid. No, it's one. stupid. But, yeah, but I don't know what. Like I always harp on the on Twitter and the reactionary culture, but I, I feel like it's starting to bleed into player development too. Like people don't have the patience. No, you want to got. I mean. I mean, yeah, you want them to come out and kill the ball, but it's just like they, they see a guy not hit for a couple of weeks, and it's just like, oh, I don't think he can do it. It's like, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. It's a, long, it's a long, you know, it's a, it's a, the game's long, the season's long, the careers are long, or if they, they're possibly long. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, have some patience, everybody. Keiko, Take a chill pill. Keiko, that? Take a chill pill, whatever that means. Keiko took two years to develop. Yeah, and, and then one Cy Young, <laughs> and then he won a Cy Young, and Bregman. It, it took him. I mean, I mean, it took him yeah, all of it, 2016. It took him that whole whole time in between it, when he got called up and up until he started turning on. You know, getting towards the stretch of the uh, of last year. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he was he was solid in. He had some big, he had some big hits, but he like some, he really. Yeah, he's just now putting it together. He just had some big hits, and we saw flashes of him being superstar. Given that he, you know, he hit those, you know, the lit up Chris Sale, and hit a couple of game winners. You know, he or he hit that, you know, he hit that grand slam in in New York. There was just little moments that he had that Bregman was doing, and it just kind of has built and built. Yeah, to Game Five, and uh, you know, then to this year, the All Star Game. Like he just had all these moments, and now he's. You know, on the precipice of being a legit superstar, you know, in the talks of best player in the game, and at least in terms of Moxie, he's definitely the number one in swagger. It's my new, it's my new stat. Swagger. Does does Alex Bregman run that clubhouse? Uh, no. Who runs it? No. Uh, it's I, I think Altuve quietly runs it. Okay. I think Justin Verlander runs it. Yep. Uh, I, he definitely has a voice, and 
I think I think Bregman's one of those guys that that respects seniority and like he has a voice and he will be heard, but he's not like he's not in there just talking shit and in there taking over. I just Nick, but I I bet he would light somebody up for not carrying their weight. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean the whole the, not, maybe not in a disrespectful way, but like he he definitely has a voice, but he's still. I mean, I I think Carlos is a leader. I think Altuve is a leader. I think they have different like facets, where you have like guys that are like, they're like McCann and like like McCann is everybody's was is like everybody's go to guy. Like everybody could go and talk to McCann and feel comfortable with him, but he's not going to be the guy that's going to give you a long speech in the clubhouse to fire you up. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's they know. Well, I, I think they I have get different. That different levels of that stuff um i really wish they had carlos beltran here i would i'd be happy i think that's a big key to why that they haven't hit this year and i i wish he was uh was still there i think that's a big part of it having having read astro ball finally i would be yeah i I really need to read it i i'm gonna i'm actually gonna buy it this week and and read it i'm sorry talking about it it's so good i'd be perfectly happy with the astros committing Ten million dollars to Beltron being some unofficial special assistant to the GM or or whatever, and well, I know I, and I think they will. I think they will. I, I know he went and he interviewed with the, with the Yankees, but I, I think that he wanted to take a year off and do his retired thing, travel with the family or whatever. Yeah, he's going to get back into baseball, um, and I, this would be a perfect spot for him because you can. I don't think he wants to go directly into managing. Well, but I mean, you don't you don't you don't want to be like a. A tug McGraw, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think you know, John Buck type. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mike Lieberthal, one of those kind of guys. Yes, I no, I, I, mm, you know, I, I think if the Astros don't snap him up, you know, I some other team will. You know, whether oh, that's no, the, for sure, for hundred percent. I, uh, but I think he's big on com- yeah, comfortability, and um, this would be a good spot for him to come back here as an official bench coach and. Just what he, just his extensive knowledge on, on, on pitchers alone and what they like to do. Uh, apparently, you can just go to him and he'll be like, "Yeah, he likes to throw uh, low and away, off speed, right here in this." You know, I mean, just yeah. Like, not only was he like mentor, like big picture type stuff for the young guys, but he was also like, <laughs> you know, from at bat to at bat type knowledge on, uh, you know, the Wiley veteran. So I'd, he'd be great. And. He was a big part of why that offense was all-time great. Uh, I'm I'm sure of it. I can also see how. I mean, I can see whether I mean he he came back to Houston after having spent like what three months here, uh, and having right. a, having a magical postseason run. I could see the Royals, you know, giving him like twelve million dollars, and I don't think it's about money for for Beltron, but but I could see definitely isn't. I, I, I could see him sort of going back and not not that he's writing wrongs or anything. No. But, but I, I could see a team being like, look, we could use your influence here, and this is why. And it's a better case than the Astros, who potentially would have won back-to-back World Series. And he could right. go back to where he started and and sort of – not that – I mean, the Royals won the World Series before the, before the Astros did. So yeah. hell, hell do I know. But I mean, I I could see another team being like, "Look, we need you here," and the Astros are like, right. "We could we could use you in this regard," 
and some other team makes a better case for why they why their need for him is is greater, and that's going to appeal well, to him. Well, I agree with you, and there's going to be there's probably twenty six other teams that that do need him. Um, realistically, probably less than that, but uh, you know, the, this World Series win with the Astros meant a lot to him. You know, yeah. he broke down and cried. Like, it meant the world to win that with that team here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and then you kind of couple that with what Alex Cora did to going off, you know, being a bench coach, to going off to coaching the Red Sox. I think that's a good blueprint. Yeah. Or, or path to something. I'd, I'd like to come like him to come here and be a bench coach or really anything. It doesn't really matter what, you, what his title is because he'll do – Whatever he needs to do, He'll for do the whatever. Team. But yeah. um, and then he knows these guys, and then you uh, you also have a potential, you know, ride the wave of getting a few rings, possibly, hopefully, yeah, and then go on, then go and start your legacy somewhere else as a manager. And I then, don't know. and, and there's that, some good young teams there that he can pick, though. You and know? and at that point, you're talking Hall of Fame for Beltron. And well, I'm already talking Hall of Fame for Beltron, but yeah, I think that that would that would kind of nail the nail the point home. Yeah. You know. All right. So, do, do we have anything else? Or are we done? Yeah, Jimmy Rollins. Oh, nice. What about? Um, do you, I mean, yeah. Do you have any? Uh, I mean, baseball wise, the Astros are going to win the division. They're going to they're going to play Cleveland, and they're going to host Cleveland, and they're going to beat them. And I still maintain that we're the one team you don't want to face in the postseason. We're built to win, and it'll be, it'll be fine. I did see uh, – I do have one more thing, actually, now that I'm in my ramblings. Yes. Um, I saw today an ESPN report that said Lance McCullers won't return to the starting rotation hmm. this season. And it could have been just a column or a guess, but but um, let me see what the – who wrote that? Let me see what the – here it says – where is that? Astros pitcher Lance McCullers forearm unlikely to rejoin starting rotation when he returns. So does after after the other day and after today, does Framber? Framber was the color of man, he looks very, very good. He does. And and I think I wanna say that I I mean, I love to toot my own horn, but but I love. I, I want to say that at the beginning of last season, I thought I, I said somewhere publicly, like keep an eye on Framber uh, Framber Valdez and sure. and making the rotation. And do you okay? I mean, not that Framber Valdez is going to get any kind of postseason start, but he'd be available because of you know when his clock started earlier, you know, in this month, right. or last week, or whatever. But I'm I'm okay with with rolling Verlander, Cole, Keuchel, and then yeah the the Morton the Morton McCullers in quotes like Framber type yeah you, thing then, that worked that won us a World Series why would, I'm very comfortable with that yeah from the Cole thing just adding him I mean yeah I mean you do you you get through the grind of 162 games and then you piece it together however you have to that day. And I think the Astros are better suited for that than any other team in baseball. Right? Yeah, they they really are. And the, how many dudes? I, I, how many dudes on the in the on the pitching staff could start a game for any other team? 
Obviously, the five starting pitchers. McCullers, obviously, would. Uh, then Pe- you got Peacock. You Peacock, got McHugh. McHugh. Valdez. Um, Valdez. Um, that's that's eight starting pitchers without having thought about it for... Perez? Did I say, uh, what am I saying? I'm not saying... I don't even know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Franklin Perez. Egyptian last name. Got blanking on. Franklin Perez got traded to Detroit. No, the the Egyptian guy. Huh? Like he's the Egyptian, the 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 reliever, the lefty. I don't know. I'm on I'm on peyote again. <laughs> I can't think of his, I'm just blanking on his name. I I keep doing this, and this is I don't like getting old. It's bullshit because I keep doing this. Horrible. I'm gonna hold on. God damn it! Look at this roster every single day, and I know it the back of my hand, and I just. A blank on that shit like this. So stupid. Um, ah, give me a second. Somebody help me out. Or any help no, me no, out. No, I'm excited. Yeah, it's CNL Perez. Oh, CNL Perez. Yeah, the. the yeah, looks like an Egyptian. Thank you, Monica, for backing me up and knowing that I am smart. A sketchy official. I was like, no, dude. That, you, that, you had to feel like a screwed up bozo. I was like, man, am I stupid? He <laughs> looks like. Look at him. He looks like an Egyptian. That, per, you know, he does. I call him the Egyptian. I was, I was like, Franklin Perez got traded for Verlander. Like, no, he's he out for the like, year. He looks like a pharaoh. He does. But not like that. Not like that stupid ass Sphinx, Cap Man, idiot, and Anubis. Fuck that dumb dog headed moron. Uh, anything you want to say? Thank you. Thank you also, Alyssa. But yes, Monica and Alyssa, y'all helped me out and you backed me up, so I appreciate it. Shout out to y'all. Anything about the players' weekend nicknames, the uniforms, or no. any of that before we close it out? No, whatever. It's Here's good. my take the, that orange was a shade that was as obnoxious as the, the hunting orange. That people wear when they're in the in the woods. Like, I don't understand that, by the way. The I know you're trying not to get shot by other people, but the <laughs> like the hunters where they wear all camo and they have like a bright orange hat. Yeah, fucking stupid, idiot hunters. Hey, I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna go down to my deer lease where I trap all of these deer and feed them, and then I'm gonna shoot them. So that's my hot take on. I don't like people that do that. Hey, track down your animals in the wild, and then you can shoot them. Don't fucking trap your animals at your ranch and then raise them for babies to shoot them that's fucked up so i don't like that i'm now an animal activist <laughs> uh i thought i am groot was stupid what a dumbass name what else did i think was dumb uh that's about it and then i i think it's very offensive that some of them are just too cool like no i'm sip you know, I'm I'm Osuna. Well, actually, that one that one I'm okay with. <laughs> that one I am okay with him not saying anything because it'll backfire. <laughs> but yeah, but like, don't be like, hey, have some fun. Like, you know, don't be the too cool for school guy. I'm not dressing up for Halloween. I'm I'm me this year. I'm going as a everybody man. hates the guy that says I'm me this. I'm me. So that's 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 my heart against that. My my rant against the stupid player players weekend. I the players seem to love it, so I don't want to be too mad about it. They're all tweeting their pictures of their jerseys and like they're all just having a good time. So they seem to it, it, they pretend to like it at least, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> and some of the uniforms I saw around the league, people got some cool ass uniforms, and ours just suck. Yeah, 
that, that orange was terrible. So that that's my take on that. Um, Astros won the World Series. Hooray. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Casa